0: and finding new ones along the way. Welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, a podcast helping women in their me-now years create habits and routines to live fit, fearless, and fabulous. What makes us feel more fabulous than a good night's sleep? Well, get cozy because we are going to be talking about all things sleep in this episode, related specifically to this month, which is December, but it can apply to any busy month. December though can be a particularly challenging month for sleep due to various physical, mental, and emotional challenges related to the holidays. Increased social activities, holiday preparations, cooking, cleaning, and a 10X increase in decision-making with the added pressure of our expectation of the perfect holiday season. These factors can disrupt our regular sleep patterns and make it extra difficult to let go of our day and to let go into a good night's sleep for that much needed rest. I have to come clean and let you know I am obsessed with my sleep. Always have been and always will be. Now this has led to various issues over the years and this is in particular even to the holiday season, such as missed social opportunities, getting behind on work projects as my colleagues worked late into the night, not finishing homemade holiday gifts, Dishes in the sink in the morning, now I know some of you just shuddered at that one. And confrontations as early as four years old, when the adults were being too loud downstairs with the holiday festivities, as I was trying to fall asleep. Marching down the stairs with my hands on my hips, asking them to quiet down, oh yes, I was not fooling around. And so today, at 58, I am still not fooling around with my sleep and it has become that much more important to me. It was probably the reason I became so interested in the habit research and how it relates to our health and happiness way before our habits became, let's say, more mainstream. So if you'll indulge me, I would love to share some tips and tricks that work for me, particularly this time of the year. And this is based on habit research, sleep research, Ayurveda, Yoga Nidra, but primarily my own personal sleep experience and journey. Now, instead of rhyming off a list of to-dos and to-don'ts around sleep habits and sleep hygiene, I would love you to listen to my four-part series on sleep, episode 19 to 22. There are some fantastic gems in there. Today, though, I would like to highlight key areas of the day this time of the year where we have opportunities to A. reframe and B. take action to save a good night's sleep or at least increase the chance of having a better night's sleep tomorrow. These times are first thing in the morning, then midday, somewhere around three or four o'clock, and then early evening, around seven or eight. Notice, I am not saying lunch or dinner or even bedtime. I'm being quite specific with the timing based on both my own experience and habit research, but I would love you to play with this and let me know. With first thing in the morning, as Dr. Andrew Weil says, a good day's waking leads to a good night's sleeping. Let me repeat that. A good day's waking leads to a good night's sleeping. For long time listeners, you know that I start my day with gratitude and cultivating optimism as soon as I open my eyes, and many of you do as well. Have you noticed though how much more challenging this practice is when you are exhausted and or you've slept in because you have not slept the night before? So challenging that you feel you don't have time or you simply forget to do the practice as the problems of the day flow in. They literally crowd the practice out. Immediately your mind starts rhyming off the potential problems of the day, especially if you have slept in. I'm gonna be late for this appointment or I have to reschedule that. I won't have time to do my hair. I'm going going to look so tired at our Christmas lunch. I still have to pick up the secret Santa gift. I won't have the energy to do anything today. So just as I rhymed all of that out, I can actually feel my stress increase a little bit. So I'm gonna take a little bit of a breath here. Again, first thing in the morning, quick reframe. You might say to yourself, I do tired. I have done tired before. I am not doing brain surgery today. I have enough time and enough energy to do what needs to be done today. So let's get on with it. Ah, that actually feels pretty good. So that is part A, I'm going to say, of the reframe. Now the action might be, this is totally up to you, but I'd like you to to think about the mental reframe, but also taking some action. So the action might be dry shampoo, a coffee and hit the road, right? That's the reality of it. The other action that you might consider is to think about what is the easiest thing for me to do right now on my list that will make me feel better and start me off on the right foot. You might say, I'm going to send this email. I'm gonna finish wrapping these two gifts. I'm gonna order this one item. Something that takes anywhere from, let's say five to maybe 15 minutes. 15 minutes might be a little bit long, but in that range. So it starts your day on an action item, taking a step forward, giving you a sense of control, and even a sense of completion of one item on your list. Now, I have been known to divide my to-do list into items that take five minutes or less, and those items that I can do waiting in lineups. Again, I tend to do this a little bit more this time of year, but once you do this more often it actually becomes a habit to just notice those little things that can be entered into your day at different opportunities. But again, for the morning, however you're getting up, if all is good and you have your your gratitude practice and your optimism practice, fantastic, even if you are tired. Also know that if that doesn't happen, you have a quick reframe and you have a quick action. So that's the first part of the day. Next reframe and action time, I'm going to go right to three or four o'clock now i'm not saying that you can't reframe any other time of the day that you can't reframe at lunchtime. absolutely you can remind yourself any time that you are doing tired that you are crushing the day at lunch ensure that you fuel up with your healthy foods not to skip lunch as this is your best digestive time actually better from an ayurvedic standpoint If you had to choose between breakfast and lunch is to choose lunch because our digestive fire is so much stronger than between that 10 and two o'clock. Three or four o'clock in the afternoon is a tricky time. It is the time that our brains are saying, oh, I just need a little coffee or tea, just a little something, something to get me through to the evening. It is the time of the day that our willpower muscles are actually the weakest especially if we are tired. And again, because it is a social time of the year, there are more opportunities to have more coffee or tea or a treat. We say to ourselves, well, this won't affect my sleep. This is just a little something. Or you may not even know that it's affecting your sleep you're thinking, I'm not having this just before bed, I'm not having this at dinner time, this is still the afternoon. And this is the thing with our sleep is that one day we can have that coffee or tea at lunch or in the afternoon and it doesn't affect our sleep. So our brain does not make the connection between having a little extra caffeine and not having a good night's sleep. But as the saying goes, doing the same thing over and over again but expecting a different result means that we, I'm suggesting for myself anyways, I have to be very, very um, aware and vigilant around my caffeine. Even if I do, again, have some coffee in the evening and I end up having a good night's sleep, I have to remind myself, I got away with that one. So you can start to just notice the stories that go on in our head. So another actual story, this just jumped into my head as well, is as you're having, let's say that extra coffee or tea or treats, that you're okay. If I don't get a good night's sleep or I make these choices and it's going to affect my sleep, that's fine. I get to rest during the holidays. I'll take my time to get a good night's sleep and to sleep in over the holidays, but then boom, you're sick christmas day boxing day you're in bed in your pajamas not because you want to because that's different right (laughs) that's all good if we want to but because you have to again that happens that happens but in your awareness even in that moment let's say christmas day or boxing day you're like okay i know why this happened that's fine I am learning along the way this is a journey and so you'll notice again the stories that come up around our sleep the stories that we repeat and it's all about mindfulness and awareness so yes I'm going to drop a little yoga in there as well and all of this can be going on in our mind at three or four o'clock in the afternoon or any time in the day really so you just kind of catch yourself especially right now because there is just, there is so much in the air in terms of viruses and, and just stuff that when we're down on our sleep, which affects our immunity, we are just way more open to this stuff. And so I just keep reminding myself, vigilant with my sleep. So here we are at three or four o'clock in the afternoon, the reframe, I'm aware of this tricky time. I am aware that my willpower is down a little bit right now. So, I'm just going to ah, take a breath, perhaps sit down. Now, if you are like, I need to go outside, I want you to do you. Okay, so it also depends. You could be meeting somebody for coffee, right? At three or four o'clock and you're just like, okay, I am going to be aware and mindful And I'm going to make a choice that is going to be sleep enhancing, for example. Okay, so you, and again, that's just mindfulness. This reframing is simply being aware, being mindful, and not just slipping into patterns that we have always done. Okay, so that's the reframe at three o'clock. So it might be again that action is to try a cinnamon spice herbal tea with a cinnamon stick and notice how that hydrates, satisfies your sweet tooth, warms you up all at the same time. And as you sip your tea, notice how your nervous system settles. You might even yawn a couple of times, you might sigh. And then instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And sometimes we even apologize. Oh, I'm sorry for yawning. To remind yourself that a yawn and a sigh is a nervous system reset. And it actually, when you think about how our nervous systems are integrated, this is why when you're sitting with somebody and you yawn, they will often yawn as well. So, if you need any let's say evidence for how our nervous systems are interconnected the yawning partnership (laughs) is one to think about and it is a reset it's not i'm exhausted it's ah okay so your reframe at three or four o'clock is you are aware you know this is a tricky time You know, this is when your willpower is down and you're like, okay. Now, even in that moment, you can make that decision to say, I am going to have this coffee or this tea or this treat. I know that it might affect my sleep and that's that's okay. I will make up for it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll just perhaps deal with that when the time comes. Again, you do you in awareness. Again, it's very, very different when you're in the moment saying, I know this potentially might, compared to, again, repeating a habit or repeating a pattern and not being aware. So that's the reframe. And the action is you might head outside. You might try a herbal tea instead of a coffee or a caffeinated tea and just be in that moment. So we've done our morning. We've done our three or four o'clock. And now we're into the final reframe and action of the day. So let's say early evening around seven or eight o'clock, I'm going to share a three, two, one strategy from an online coach. His name is Brendan Burchard. He's fantastic. He comes up with all of these little habit hacks. So, what he says is three, two, one sleep, no food three hours before bedtime no busy work work stuff paying bills stuff that's just oh two hours before bedtime and no screens one hour before bed now during this time of year i'd like you to think about that timing again two hours before bed no heavy work stuff paying bills etc but you might enjoy wrapping gifts. You might enjoy baking. It might actually relax you. I have friends that baking is very, very therapeutic and very relaxing. So looking at that two hours before bed, right, and saying, yeah, I could do some busy stuff, but it actually helps me let go of the day. It relaxes me. Now, when you look at that one hour before bed, this is sacred time. This is really when your brain is switching from your wake cycle to your sleep cycle. It is the time perhaps for some yoga, some reading, some journaling, perhaps even listening to a meditation. I would suggest sometimes if you don't want to have your phone by your bed for a calm meditation, listening an hour before bed is actually quite helpful as well. So anything in that hour, right? Bath time, face ritual, things that just help you let go. That is, again, a combination of reframing and action. Now, this strategy of three, two, one, three hours before bed might push you a little bit back. So I'd like you to play with that a little bit, but with the same concept, okay? So the reframe. You're letting go of your day. Tomorrow is another day. If you've had a day and it's like, oh my gosh, tomorrow is another day. So you can be saying this. You can write this out. It gives you that opportunity regardless of what happened during the day. Even if you just have that one hour of sacred time. Let's say it's 30 minutes, but it is sacred time before your head hits the pillow, because when your head hits the pillow very often it is still in action. So that one, that half hour, that hour, and let's say the cat's meow is doing this process three hours before bedtime. Admittedly, a little bit more challenging this time of year, but taking the the spirit of this three hours before bedtime and bringing it into your routine. Ram here three times of the day you get an opportunity to reframe also take a little bit of action because action actually calms us as much as the reframe calms us taking a little bit of action calms us so on that note I wanted to let you know that I'm going to start sharing it may not be every week but I will work towards that A mini habit practice between weekly podcast episodes to support you. So it's going to support you during the week. It's going to give you a little bit of, again, that action step. Really putting the pedal to the metal. Walking our talk. Anything that speaks to you around that is really taking the information in the episodes and practicing it. So my goal is to get that to you this week and that will be a loving kindness meta meditation which is amazing this time of year, especially for sleep. It encourages you and supports you in letting go of your day, trusting that all will be good with you, your loved ones and the world. It is powerful and calming all at the same time. So that will be coming to you sometime this week. And have a peek in my show notes again for the past episodes on sleep and more tips and strategies around sleep hygiene. Also, for those of you who are interested in my winter 2024 planner and tracker, this is the third year running. I have put the link in the show notes. You can actually order it right out of the show notes where the link is, or you can email me and let me know that you would like it or you'd like to see a sample of it it is going to be printed this week so uh, let me know if you are interested ah so easy inhale long exhale and feel free to use this mantra over the holiday season right here right now all is good Big hugs everyone and look for that mini habit practice this week and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. If you love this episode I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365. And make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.